Hardware, software, 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 yes, hardware, software, what are you, hardware or software, I'm hardwired, man, hardwired by the most high God, bent on doing one thing, ultimately God's will on the earth. And basically, anything in the way of that is going to be run over, smashed to a million bits as if it never existed in the fourth place. And that's the promise. God is fierce when slaying the enemy. It's about time we had this little talk, huh? God is fierce when slaying the enemy. There's none left, there are no witnesses. It just 
happens. And it happens when they least expect it or when they are filled with pride and arrogance as if they've already won when they haven't won at all. They lose. Mark my words, they lose. And we can get as freaked out as we want, yell and scream about the, uh, the new program. The new LGBTQ program is mocking women. Isn't that something? And getting endorsements for it. <laughs> and they don't even know they're doing it. They don't even know they're violating their own ethos. <laughs> Isn't that so precious? when I see that kind of hypocrisy on their side, because the LGBTQ side are, are communists, you know, that's the communist side. They're not for human rights. They're not for sex rights. They're not for any of it. It's all political. So because it is, and because they've, you know, ruined their movement, I can easily say they are there to mock women. And the old commie trick, cut the gonads off the males, geld the males, uh, you know, as an act of conquering. They have conquered nothing. Nothing. As for me, I'm just getting warmed up here. There's going to be fireballs out of the sky. There's going to be things that just like, you can't explain it, but like whole swaths of people just disappear. Was that the rapture? Oh, no. What happened? Gee, they, they must have been, yes. A mirage, maybe not quite fully there. Uh, you're going to be seeing things like that. People not, you go, well, are they human or non-human? No, no. They are not dense. They have no density. Because uh, I got my uh, Twitter thing on. The keeps it beeping at me. Um you want to see me, I'm uh, on Twitter as Zeasonic, Z-E-A-S-O-N-I-C. Uh, don't ask me why. I got no reason to be Zeasonic, but I, but I am. I'm a sonic weapon. And I will tell you this, you know, if, well, I want to know what you're capable of. What are you doing? Well, don't, don't ask me. I'm not the one to ask about what what what's the schedule. You know, we we all know the schedule. It's just it's amazing how I can you know that it, it's it's amazing that what I'm seeing right now is is it is the uh, the features of defeat and. The left is not the left. The left is simply anti anti God, anti human. So there's not they're not left. They're really they're, left is a, not a good word. What they really are are just anti human, anti God, anti anything established, anti everything, anti everything except their own hypocrisy, which is now mocking women for Nike, mocking women in the name of trans rights. It's just so delicious. I, I don't even want to say anything because I don't want to ruin it. You know? And, and believe me, I've, um, as far as trans goes, we've had trans all our lives. I don't, I don't know where they say, well, trans have been here for, we've had drag queens all our lives, trans all our lives. No, never, never did they ever have a, 
something they couldn't do were people following them and beating them and killing them and all that. Now, the suicides they talk about come from not dysphoria. It it comes from a very deep, um, you know, in a way, a demonic stronghold. Sometimes it comes from a generational curse, this need to suicide and, and this, this um, you know, the need, the, the, the beam frequency to, to change from male to female is an overall beam that's hitting through all the TV, all, all the networks, everything, is hitting all the males trying to get them to voluntarily go that way or at least go queer, which we had that in the 70s, but now we have it again. Now uh, comes from the UN. It's all about depopulation. It's got nothing to do with sex. And the, the people that are implementing it could care less about sex rights and, and all that crap. You know, they, I mean, it's it's... There's nothing that people can't do. You can do whatever you want, the privacy of your home, and then some. And they do a lot of illegal stuff, too, I mean, regarding children and, and, and you know, let's face it, even murder. Yeah, murders are done. Most murders are not solved. I mean, you watch TV, you go, oh, they're all solved. They're not solved. They can kill you at a party. They can invite you, and then they can kill you, and they can just basically dismember you and just uh, lose the pieces and... Gee, I don't know what happened. Must be a missing person. I mean, that you know, that's going on too. Do we need rights for murderers? Do we need rights for criminals? You know, the backwards George Soros uh, buying a DAs and and having you know criminals go free and all that. That was in my book, Lamb. I mean, this is years and years and years and years ago. They let the prisoners out of jail. They're now lobbying to let the L.A. County prisoners out. All of them. They let a lot out because of COVID. And the, but this is what they've always planned to do. We predicted it. Not because we were predicting anything, but because that's what they always, that's what they want to do. We knew that back in 2002, 2001. And I'm sure earlier. But at least, you know, I have it down on paper. <laughs> And then the criminals were very well organized. The Pence um, <laughs> is going to, because I started, I started singing Eli. Eli. And it whipped him up. But um, so the criminals. What do you want? You want me to say, Benson. Benson, Benson, you like that? Ben, oh, now, uh oh, there goes the, there goes my, the cans. No, you can't get behind that ear. Benson, Benson. <laughs> Anyway, so you know, so we're in pretty good shape as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've I've seen the light now. Gone through the dark night of the soul, but now I've seen the light and I, I can see how this plays out. And um, you know, people that will how much time do we have on earth to do it? You don't have any time on earth. Anything you do on earth is erased. You you could you know I'm telling you you go back to it let's 
Is there a good reader we have like James Earl Jones for Ecclesiastes 12 or, or Richard Harris or somebody like that or, you know, you know what I mean? Some you know, amazing actor would be wonderful to, to, to go over Ecclesiastes 12 and have it read to you by a real professional. <laughs> and, um, you know, that way we can understand the making of books, the reading of books and the producing of books is, you know, when you can include with that artworks, movies, blah, 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 to make your mark. If that's what you're worried about, don't worry about it. Now, someone could say that I could have really done a lot of stuff, but I, I've done so many different things because I didn't worry about, I, I'm not here to make any mark. I'm not even here to be permanent. I'm here to do what God asked me to do and then go. And if it includes some publishing or some this or that or whatever it includes, that's, that's God's thing. You know, I mean, I'm not, had I been here to do that and nothing else, I would have been on one thing only and just done that to death. And, you know, and if it didn't work out, I guess I'd be dying of a broken heart because I didn't achieve that I should have achieved. I, I was in line to achieve it. The only fair thing would have been to achieve, and I've been robbed. We've been stolen from, and they took our opportunity away. Now, that kind of thinking right there, that's of the devil. That's Satan. We could have, but they robbed us. COVID came in and stopped us. We were on our way, but then this happened. I was on my way, but then that happened. I was starting to make some progress, but then this, that, and the other thing happened. And we were unfairly robbed. I was unfairly robbed of my place in the sunna. In the big sunna. The Sunamax. The, the Sunamax transport controller. The Sunamax transport controller and oxidizer. I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. <laughs> you know. You could have looked out for me a little more. But instead, you threw me right down there. In a, and now, look, I'm a bum, just like you. See? All of that, all of that, that torture, every ounce of that is of Satan. None of that is from Jesus. No, I know, I know, you know, who's Jesus anymore? I mean, is he the guy running around on The Chosen? Hell no. Hell no, as Roseanne says. Hell no. Hell no. That's not. I can tell you right now, that is not the Lord. You know, he squeaks. That is not the Lord. You could, I, I remember I, I, I had corresponded with the famous uh, American icon writer, the husband of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so blasphemous now. I'm, I'm... Because I don't care. I've already torn down the icons of man. I don't need to tear the statues down. They never got rose up or risen up. They never got there. They never became the obelisks, never really you know, protruded or erected, if you will, <laughs> bad sense of humor. 
And the reflecting pool never did bear a child, which is the whole point of the Oval Office, the erection, and the water. Right? To beam that up to Orion. Well, fuck that. And they're not going to tell you any of this because they're, they're running around with like chickens with their heads cut off. They don't know what they're doing. Their best engineers have no God, have no direction, have no life, have no philosophy, have no education, never went anywhere, never did anything, just sat in a, lo- in a dark room in a cubicle. And that's all they've ever done. Do you really worry about a guy like that? Is that your worry? Because that's what they're playing out right now in the public, you know. Oh, yes, we woke corporations, we really endorse. And then they endorse a guy who mocked, he was mocking the whole LGBTQ thing, he was mocking all women, mocking the entire trans movement. He mocked it all to rake in dough, and they gave it to him because they're so fucking stupid they don't even know when they're being mocked. I mean, they don't even know that the joke is on them. The joke is on Nike. The joke is on their, uh, you, you know, your respect for women movement. The joke is on uh, people like Madonna and, and what's that old drunk? What's her name? She's drunk as, I don't know who's more of a drunk, her or Pelosi, but Jane Fonda, the drunk, you know, spoiled brat who hated everything her father ever tried to do for her. All right. But these are not serious people. Lady Gaga, having seen a woman on a very crowded stage, very crowded uh, concert. I forget the woman's name because... Benson! Benson, get out of that food. Because the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, you know... I'll just say this. She drops her pants and her panties down and pees in some guy's mouth on stage and everyone saw that. Not to be outdone, Lady Gaga decides to puke in someone's mouth, but it was all staged, and it did not have the impact, and she failed to, you know, compete. I just said to myself, well, if they want to get anyone's attention in the future, they're going to have to kill someone on stage. They're going to have to start killing people. They're going to have to start doing human sacrifice in Madonna concerts, Gaga concerts, Katy Perry, all these people. You know, all these, you know, sellouts. All these Illuminati whores. And that's all they are. I swear to God, that's all they are. That's what they are. You know, don't bother me, you know, for telling the truth about these people, about these things, about what they do, what they know. You know, all they know is they're under control. They have to do what they're told. If they don't, they'll have an unhappy accident. Right? They're, 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 they're owned by the mafia. The mafia is a lot bigger than the Italians. Okay? Period. End of story. Nothing to say. I'm not interested in seeing performances from people like that. I like real performances from people that are actually authentic. People that actually mean what they say and say what they mean. That write really, you know, uh, you know, earnest and honest songs. Yes, I like people like that very much. Love it. Very inspiring sometimes. But the coddled, the, the, the people that like jump on the trend as celebrities so that people will applaud the castration of, uh, of child males before they're eight years old, people like that, I have no respect for.
whatsoever. But they could make your career. I don't care. They can take their money and shove it up their ass. I don't care. I mean, they belong on a what? What a landfill anyway. That's where they're going to wind up. No, not my choice. Their choice. Their choice. They chose it. Corporations too. They're all going to go bankrupt. They're going to wind up on the same, you know, forgotten, uh, you, you know, litter field. Why? Um, because they don't have any eye for fiscal responsibility. Instead. They just want to go woke. Woke meaning they just really want to go Satanism, full out, 100%. And so, you know, all these movements, and really another thing that's very irritating, I mean, very irritating, folks, when they start saying names like Martin Luther King, they would spit on King today. They should be shushed from ever mentioning that name ever in their lives. They should have their mouths duct taped indefinitely for that kind of blasphemy. And of course, why do I say that? What's my proof? My proof is they, the U.S. government killed King. You know, don't look no further. Joe Biden killed King. Joe Biden hates black people. It's well known. And look at the blacks clamoring for more. Look at them with Stockholm Syndrome. And, oh, please, Joe, we just begged to be in the group and thank you for giving us a little bit of crumbs from the table. And pushing reparations. Soon we'll have reparations, so that's their new thing. I, I heard a guy today uh, talking about reparations. And so I got my notifications on and I, I realized I can't do that. Uh, and he was talking about a universal income of $10,000 a month and no work needing to be done and no taxes, no medical bills, no expenses. A clean net, 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 10K per month. And, you know, if, this is the creative. And I listened, I was like, wow, that's very intriguing. Now that starts to sound pretty amazing at 10000 a month with no bills and all of you people that are creative people that want to write, that want to do this, want to do that, you feel like your jobs, everything else is in the way. Here you go. Here's, I forget his name. I'm sorry. I, he just flashed by the screen briefly. He was giving like a commercial. And oh, no, don't, don't leap at him. You know that that's not even doable. If you don't work, you don't eat. I mean, it's just, you know, we all have to work at different things, you know, and even, right? We're all working. Sometimes we work at something that's freelance and we get paid as we go, but that's still working. You know, that's still in the rubric of work in the Bible. The Bible is a very clear roadmap as to what, you know, if you have confusion on things, you go back to the word. That's the word of God right there. Even though man has tried to screw it up and there are contradictions and man has made problems for himself in there, but not for me because the Holy Spirit guides me through. So I never have a problem. I never have it. I never will. Then, well, I would think you'd be teaching more from the book of Enoch. No, because the book of Enoch is not in the, in the canon. It's a nice book, just like the Gnostic Gospels. I really studied those and did several papers on them in college and uh, you know, really enjoyed the Gnostic gospel, uh, you know, the excitement, the adventure, 
of discovering the extant book of Isaiah and all that. Yes, I, it's all valid. I don't have any problem with anything. Love the book of Enoch. Been through a couple of different translations. So, what do I talk about? Well, how about the, uh, the how about Gilgamesh? Why do we talk about Gilgamesh more? How about the, talk about the big flood from the you know? I, everybody does what they do. I I find the Word of God just the the Bible itself to be very inspiring, and and I understand that you know my main takeaway from the Book of Enoch is that the fallen angels wanted back in, and then God said no. I mean, that's one of the biggest uh, revelations that I received. And that meant to me that God was serious about this structure that he has set up. But, I mean, mark my word, these people that are, you know, this, um, God bless this kid, uh, please turn him around, you know, Jesus, get him out of this money-grubbing thing. Dylan Mulvaney. You know, I'm celebrating my 365th day. But this guy cannot be serious. I'm telling you, I know humor. This guy's a clown. This is like he's doing a joke on them to see how much they're how much he can get away with. And they're just giving him everything. He's got like he's got like you know eight or nine now endorsements from major corporations like Nike and stuff. You know, this you know sports bras, leggings. The whole bit. They'll outfit you. All you boys out there, they'll outfit you. And you fall for it. Uh, the the cutting off the gonads, though, that, you know, of the, of the testicles, that, and penises, right, that is a uh, an offense to God. You know, that's Matthew 18, 6 territory. And that's why I don't believe they'll be here much longer. I don't know, cataclysm, nuclear war, something. It's got nothing to do with me, though. It's got to, a nuclear war doesn't affect me. It's got nothing to do with me. I am not involved. So, you know, if people have offended God through hurting children, they better be very afraid right now because God will even send, you know, just random people after them to just knife them down in a back alley then they'll say oh oh you see you know oh you, you know it's the the persecution of trans and you go yeah well who killed you you know what I mean? some some robber a guy you know right that has nothing to do with any any political thing and you know god will do that i mean he is very serious about vengeance god will bring vengeance to those that hurt children and i'm telling you as sure as i'm standing here uh, sitting here, whatever that that it will happen, because God is not mocked. What you sow, so shall you reap. And I guarantee you, when you know when it comes time to do the dying, all of us are going to get pretty much a glimpse of what we really deserve, and then a glimpse of of the ultimate grace of Christ and the ultimate grace of God and mercy of God in forgiveness and the, the ultimate love that poured out through the sacrifice of Jesus and the power of the blood and the power of the sacrifice to free all and any who were born into bondage in this uh, you know bloodline planetary situation, which is a, a, a mocking joke, you know, designed to be a mocking of God in total, even the animals, even the trees, even the flowers. 
oh, they haven't been able to pull it off, but they're trying everything they can to buy up all the real estate and to, to, and to basically pervert, invert, and destroy every biological thing that they can, led by Bill Gates. Why? Because Bill serves. These are the, these are the, you know, the same fallen angels. These are the people that were told by God, no, you're not getting back in. The fall happened. You know, uh, you know, the majority of humans on the earth are fallen. Therefore, they're no longer human. They're not human. They're human in the same sense as like the Philistines are human. Are the Philistines human? No. Okay, or take the giants of the earth. Are they human? Are they made in the image and likeness of God? So there's discernment necessary. I mean, so I see a lot of people bent out of shape, and I see some people making bold statements. Let me cut ahead now. Allow me to cut ahead, please. Let me cut ahead. Okay, so. Number one, elections, you know, by now you realize they're over, right? There is no election. Even if you had won, say you voted for Trump, let's say, to overturn it all, and he won, there would be no installation. You know, they'd find more votes. You know, they would be the same pattern. They were done with elections a while back. I think it was uh, Rush Limbaugh that called that out. And, um, and what he said actually turned out to be prophetic. They were finished with elections before 2020, but we didn't even have one. So there haven't been any. It's been just, you know, selections, appointments, arrangements, try to fool the people, make the people think they have elections when they really don't, you know. And people have suspected this for a long time for all their lives. But, I mean, it's officially over. In other words, uh, getting behind a candidate and getting that candidate elected will not solve any of your problems. Uh, There will be no election. Uh, There will be no candidate that will help you. Getting out and screaming and yelling will not, you know, will not uh, do anything either. Uh, Getting rid of uh, the lawless district attorneys, uh, George Soros, going at Bill Gates, going at those guys, getting those indictments, getting that kind of action going will help you. Problem is, everybody in Washington took their money. They're all up to their eyeballs in corruption. So what are you going to do? You have no election. You have no ballot box. You have no constitution. You have nothing. Some of you are saying, Zephyr, are you getting closer to that trigger finger? I'm like, I'm not against the trigger figure. I'm against it if it just like wastes, you know, thousands and thousands of decent people that, you know, went up against tanks with their little AR-15s. I mean, if that's the way it's going to be, then I'd say no. Don't waste your life. You know, and, and, and you know, there is such a thing as prayer. There is such a thing as getting right with God. There is such a thing as being blameless before them. So no, I don't advocate... If, like, you know, patriots, the the patriot group is completely infiltrated. Half the patriots are, you know, they're not patriots, and then, you know, the other half is being controlled by the other half. You know, it, 
right now we're in a place where we have to admit this. We're in a place where nothing will work. You know, we've got prayer. You know, that, that, that of course that works. But I mean, nothing besides that and, and also other kinds of solutions. We don't have time to put solutions in. They won't be there. They need to be there in the next six months. Can you put a solution in in six months? No, you cannot. Nobody can. So what are you going to do? And that's what I find to be interesting. There's a lot of help coming from the so-called communist left with their hypocrisy. Like I said, the LGBTQ tranny thing. The whole tranny thing is going to burn out, I predict. Oh, it'll, it'll be, it'll, they'll keep posing themselves as victims. You notice how even if no one does anything, they're victims. They're like, we need to hire bodyguards to be able to walk from point A to point B because they're going to try to kill us. Who's they? The MAGA, Trump supporters. They're going to kill the trannies. And that's the Joe Biden, you know, mind control meme that he's put on everybody. And the people actually believe that. But those are not serious people. I saw a thing where Matt Walsh was here in Nuevo Mexico, one of the most beautiful states in the world. And there's nobody here. It's very depopulated. Um, anyway, uh, at least to me, it's beautiful. Yeah. Right? Once you really see it for, you know, with the snow and the rain and the clouds, every time of year, it's beautiful. Every season is beautiful. And now, as I understand it, I just got to say, I read a travel magazine about uh, New Mexico. And there are places where you can actually rent time. You can go glamping, you know, go, uh, you know, luxurious camping. It's sort of like hotel camping, where they have these Airstream trailers out, like all these mesas and stuff. And you can rent them, you know, and be out there on the land in your little Airstream, you know, with your your luxury food items and your, you know, your, your you know, I don't know, whatever it is you, you, you'd want, but try to make it into that five-star experience. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty good idea. Also, dome tents, tents that are huge, like two or three stories tall, uh, but they're, they're tents and they're made out of um, metal, you know, bar, you know, bar, bar metal, to make the geodesic, you know, looking thing, and then covered, of course, with material, and then people stay in those, and they they have, uh, you know, they might be by hot springs, you know, that hot springs are, so they're they're doing more and more things like that that I think uh, for young people would be quite fun, you know. It sure beats a hotel. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I. I Personally, I uh, I don't need that. I'm already out here in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> you know. And I, I definitely prefer it. Yeah, well, I you know I I deal I interact with people all the time and got a good relation here with our sheriff and uh, you know pretty nice neighbors and you know nice uh, nice spot and you know at first there was. I remember there was gang stalking and things like that from mainly from a guy that was like he tried to keep asking he tried to keep forcing me to say that I know Satan and I wouldn't do it and then he I guess he got mad and he started putting bumper stickers on his uh, 
some van he had that said, you know, so, 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 uh, what did he say? So many Christians, so few lions. And he did that to put that in my face. And, you know, it's like, okay, you want to kill me? Okay, fine. But over the years, you know, now he's gotten, it looks like pretty senile, you know. See, he doesn't even know who I am. He doesn't know anything, you know. He's <laughs> Go by, you went, hey, what's happening, dude? Hey, brother. We know Satan, don't we, boy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to run from the devil. Around here, if you if you cannot uh, intend a um, you know spiritual warfare, don't come to New Mexico. <laughs> and I might even say, shoot, I don't know where you could go because I mean, uh, we've had quite a bit out there, you know, in, in California, and we had, uh, but here you got the you know the shapeshifters, right? They they become a crow. We got a couple of those. They become an orb. We say they're witches, they're sorcerers, whatever you want to call them, but they're ancient practitioners. It goes way back. Or they give it to Jesus. Or the you know, whatever. You know, it's the same old, same old thing. But there's spectacular results if you're you you know, fifteenth generational, you know, bruja. I mean there's like you you know, I tend to just uh take it all seriously to the extent where I, I I just have to give it to the Lord. I just, I, I don't think I can skate by that stuff just uh, on my own volition. No, siree, I don't, I don't whistle by the graveyard. I, I've got to take it right to the Lord. Yeah, I've got to say, Lord, you know, the, the people don't know us, but they want to do us harm. They don't even know us they don't appreciate the accelerated IQ of my own process, which now is slowing down. <laughs> you got to look at the mind like an RPM. IQ is a snapshot in time of your RPM intelligence, of how fast you can process information. We? Information. Information. Right? If you can process it really fast, they give you a higher IQ rating. If you process it really slow, you get a low IQ rating. It doesn't mean you're not smart. You, don't, you can't gra- grapple with the facts. It's all about processing. It's like when, you, when we used to get those 286 processors. Remember, we would, we would uh, turbo boost them. Remember that? And then we'd, we'd have a clock on it to see how fast it would go. And when they go really fast, you go, oh, I got, you know, I got like 386 speed here. You know, I got like 46, or I got, you know, back in the day. And um, I had to put an extra fan on the motherboard because, geez, you know, thing was as hot as a, could burn your house down. And, uh, but, but yeah, we used to do that. Or like you, you now I suppose it'd be your up-down speed on your, um, you know, on your satellite we always use satellites because we're rural. There's no cable out here. I think so. We've very happy now with Elon Starlink using that. And I highly recommend it. Well, if you like to, you know, have a normal experience on online, that's what you need. 
It's the cheapest way to go. Anyway, so the Starlink, you know, we get so much up and so much down, right? Data up, data down. And and so we measure that. We go, oh, I've got like, you know, 100 down. I mean, you know, this is, you know, 100 bits a second, you know, whatever it is. Megabits a second, you know. So 100 down and, oh, maybe 15 or 20 up. That's actually pretty damn good. Most people get less than that. And most people, you know, you can download 30 gigs in a half an hour, you know. It's like, not even that. You know, it starts begging the question, how fast is this thing going to go? But every time it speeds up, you can look at that like IQ. Then look at AI as instantaneous information. Instantaneous. So that you have no processing time involved. It's not lightning speed, it just is. And they're hoping to get, you know, no latency to the point where, you know, it, it is a, it, it, the, where the whole idea of IQ is thrown out. There's no such thing as intelligence anymore. IQ is not a measurement, as I said, of intelligence. IQ is a measurement of speed, of process. And IQ is also hindered or accelerated by the personality of the, uh, you know, of the, uh, of the target. In other words, if you're giving someone a Mensa test and, you know, you, you say, okay, you've got 20 minutes to fill this out, or, you know, and you're very strict, you give it to them, and they, they say, oh, they've got a 190, 80 IQ, and then they have a bad morning. They take the same test and get like 130. Uh, showing how the personality gets involved. But the personality is also intelligent in that intelligence is not a uh, singular or a singularity. Uh, the, the, where they want to go is not a singularity. It is an infinite um, uh, I don't want to say random, but it's like an infinite uh, reality is infinite in every direction at once. The place you may be looking from, you will say, well, that's linear, or you, you know, that maybe it's nonlinear, but you, you don't take into account the fact that there's an infinite number of possibilities around you. Therefore, no test, even a test of AI, even what they call AI is not AI because it's, it may be instantaneous in this particular frequency, but it is not instantaneous in a frequency right next door. In fact, it's probably a dunce, an idiot. AI is the kind of thing that if one thing goes wrong, it all collapses. It fails. And the danger of AI is in unleashing wars and bombs and things like that. That's the danger. Okay, uh, because it misperceives information, of course. Because the people putting the information in are themselves tainted. So can AI ever become more intelligent than the people programming it? No. Can the AI hook up to all the random thoughts of people and all the input of all people everywhere? Can that ever really be intelligence? No. It never will be. It Meaning it never will be used. It will be usable, but it will be destructive. It will be harmful. It will be incomplete. It won't be the answer. Alexa, what is the answer to Einstein's this or that or this, you know, this or that theorem or these things that aren't solved or whatever? And Alexa goes, oh, you know, or Siri, I, I, 
you know, and it'll say, well, I refer you to Sir 1983, a paper by blah, 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 blah. And so it will never, ever, 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 ever. It will never be accurate. AI will not measure and put together the digital universe. Never. We already have. <laughs> right, prove it. You can't. That's why you don't roll it out. You can't prove it. And you'll never prove it. Because for everything you say is proof, there's another alternative thing that goes infinitely in other directions that you can't even contemplate, that you don't even know exist at this point. You guys don't even know that what you're fooling around with has parallel dimensions or, or infinite parallel dimensions, which means that, there, that, that, that basically whatever you come up with is correct will be incorrect in any number of other spaces, times, any other configurations that would be a child could put together. A child could refute your AI. All the child would have to say is, why? Destroyed. There is no evil genius like Hal. The Hal 9000. I mean, there is in the sense that it's, Hal was programmed by human. And when the human programs the AI, what do you have? You have human, you don't have AI. If the human could turn it over, but they said that's the whole point, to turn it over to its own process and let it go. No, be, but the very beginning was human, therefore it's tainted, corrupted, therefore no data that comes from AI will be sufficient to uh, you, you know do any number of tasks that the programmers are trying to accomplish. You know, even that old stodgy thing, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, even when you apply that to it, one of my favorite things to apply, even when you apply the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, you uh, destroy any notion of AI. So what AI becomes is kind of like a mother robot that's going to tell all the little kids, i.e. humans, how to behave. And that's as far as they really have. That's it. And that's the danger Elon Musk is pointing out, is the authoritarianism of AI. If AI were truly AI, there would be no authoritarianism because authoritarianism always leads to what? Destruction. Failure, stupidity, idiocy. And that's where the, the, the world is today. That's where the United States is today. Is that the, the thing for us intellectuals that, uh, you know, that, that, that tend to ponder things like all this is, is, is that, that they failed us because there's a break in AI. 
All it can be used for is programming. It's like another, you know, MK Ultra tool. And of course, they tried to use it during COVID. And it failed miserably because it can't ever succeed. The only way it could succeed is it's got to perceive that there's a soul. (laughs) And since it can't do that, it can't ever see. And since it can't see, how the hell is it supposed to function? You know, and why would anybody even care? No, let them knock themselves out with AI. It's a big waste of time. You know, I know the robots are scary. I know, you know, they're going shooting people. But that's all these people can do. They get frustrated. They're stupid to start with. They're stupid. You go to MIT to get your advanced doctorate degree. It's not who you know. It's, you know, it's, it's connections. You know that. You you know, it's like like mouth to penis or something. You know, it's connections. (laughs) That's how you get a PhD. So let's not even kid ourselves here with all this stupid talk. These people are not serious. And they never have been. And all of the talk of AI has been to get money to concentrate money under the WEF or the Bilderbergers or something to create a new man to improve on what God failed at. It's always the same. And now I'm going to reveal to you the supreme reason, the supreme understanding of why allopathic medicine does not work. Oh, it's the same path as AI. That's another, it's like a parallel failure. AI is a failure. Uh, AI is a failure. It's been a failure. It's a failure of masonry. Masonry is a huge clause. What's the secret of masonry? There is no secret. That's, tell them that when you're like, you know, in the, in the nth degree. Tell them that when you're like 185,000th degree. Go in there and say, There is no secret. Oh, no. Go into the Zen monastery. You say, there is no master. Oh, no. (laughs) You you enlightened my son. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Uh, One hand clapping. How dare you come in here and mock us like that? Who the hell do you think you are? I am a child of the Most High God, and I have come here uh, to chew bubble gum and to kick ass. And, uh, you know, I've decided to go beyond kicking ass. And uh, I don't like bubble gum. So, anyway, here we go. Um, the reason allopathic medicine does not work I mean, it works in, like if you break your arm and you get it set, or you have a problem or a heart attack, they can put a stent in, you know, they can save your life, you know, those kind of things, we give them that, 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 you know, they can help in those areas. 
and they do. If, if, if extending your life is really the, should people have their life extended? That's another question that we don't answer. We go, oh, of course it should. Why? <laughs> the kids are always going to trip you up, you know. Uh, the reason allopathic medicine doesn't work, it's, it's very, very simple. I've had to figure it out here lately, you know, as, as, as part of my own process. Is because allopathic medicine takes, say you go in for a checkup and things are wrong and let's say they find, so they say I, maybe you have cancer of the colon or the this or that or the lungs or the heart or something, you know. And they, they take x-rays, they take an MRI, they do this, they do that, they take blood tests. Okay, the problem with that, and then you're going to go back, you know, say, you, you know, this happens quite a bit. Guy goes to a prayer meeting, he gets prayed over, and he goes back in, and, oh, oh the tumors are gone. The, uh, what happened? You know, and they don't understand. It's because allopathic medicine works on that snapshot that it takes. So they make recommendations of drugs and treatments based on that original data that they, they get. Oh, they get new data every once in a while, but not often enough. So it's, it's uh, you, you know, because two weeks is a long time in, in terms of body processes. And so now they're looking at a body that's older than the body that was in the snapshot, in the x-rays, the MRI, the data, the, the, the blood test, the blah, blah, blah. Okay, but they're making recommendations for that body, which has now changed. So they can never, ever really treat the body because they're not in real time. And a lot of people say, well, that's what AI is for. That's what putting something under your skin is. They can monitor you at all times. They know exactly what you need in time. And the answer to that is, but they don't. They can do that now with what they have, but they don't because it's not their philosophy. The philosophy, now, wait, we haven't revealed it yet, so be quiet. I'm sorry, am I screaming? Am I, am I screaming? I, you just ruined the whole punchline, Trish. <laughs> no, the... Oh, no. Somebody terminated me? Oh, they never got the secret. They never got the... Wait, 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 wait. They never got the secret. Mine's still going. So... So we only have a, a limited, uh, a, you know, a few people in the chat room who could hear this. How about a coffee for a reset? Okay, so the bottom line here is it's not that they take a snapshot in time. For most people, they're going off those earlier x-rays, MRIs, uh, various imaging uh, techniques, cameras down through the colon, cameras through the trach, taking million snapshots. But the problem is, when they finally get to analyzing all those shots in the camera, 
Time has moved on. That body's no longer the same. If they make recommendations based on that, they ensure one thing, keeping that body sick. Because, you know, that's where the money is, right? Drugs and drugs. And why don't drugs work? Well, here's the deal. The entire of medicine is based on um, the fact that God did not do a good enough job making man. I know that sounds very simple and very uh, almost uh, dumb, but that's that's the, the the fundamental reason that you have side effects in all medicine. All medicine is based on the idea that God needs to be improved upon. All medicine seeks to solve the symptom that's wrong, that God should have solved but didn't, and then it creates a million more side effects that you don't see, some of which can come back in 20 years. You know, like if you're taking a certain medication for 20 years, it's working and you don't have those side and all of a sudden it's like, you know, all your bones break or something. You know, it's... it's uh, all of this is because because it's not predicated on the fact of, of you know progressive healing or you know getting better or you know the uh, the uh, Hipp- Hippocratic oath or any of that. It's none of it's based on that. It's all based on um, uh, instant gratification, but it's really based on a complete hatred and disdain toward God Himself. And the reason is because people automatically dismiss God when because there's death involved. You know, if God was really a great God, he wouldn't have people, to, you know, it starts off with this antipathy. And then, again, all the things like x-rays, MRIs, you know, in one case, I know of a guy that he got a, you know, whole checkout of the whole GI. And um, it, it was like almost a month before they got back to, you know, counseling. You know, you, here's the prescription. You know, it's like, what? wait a second. A lot of things can happen in that month. Things happen every day in our bodies, including God's working. Now, most of what allopathic medicine is reacting to are the poisons and toxins and the lack of nutrients in the soil that are being done by the powers that be and have been done for a long time. And Bill Gates' father was involved in addition to abortions and anything that can actually hurt human there. And then they have to come up with a solution, i.e. something you know medical, a drug to give you. And the drug will treat you, uh, you know, uh, two, three, four months ago and will not treat you for what the problem is. But in the meantime, you're going to get addicted to the medication Say it's steroids. Now, steroids are very powerful and they're very dangerous because they push the immune system down in order to, um, you know, correct the problem of the immune system, you know, going after, you know, the, uh, um, you know, you know, doing harm, you know, to you. And they're usually used to lower inflammation. Well, if you keep going for a long time with steroids, you will have problems, but they will tell you Hello, Trishes. Just down there. Oh, God, it's hot. No, thanks. So, you know, they will hurt you. Um, 
and um, they won't think anything about it because they they don't know any better. And I've looked at them. Where do they go on the weekends, these doctors? What do they do? They 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 go out on their cruises and they listen to the to the commercial. They go to sandals. They go to uh, you know Bermuda. They go to uh, you know they want to uh, you know they want to have a Mercedes or whatever. They want to go play golf. You know it's it's all about you. You know I'm a doctor. I'm going to live the lifestyle. So you have that love of money going on top of it. Oh, it doesn't, you know, love of money can come in just because if you have money, you know, you, you maybe they get used to that salary. I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, it just it creeps in eventually, though, because then, you you know, you rely on it. You're not, you're not going to go uh, do a, you know, Thoreau's, uh, go build a shack at the edge of a lake and just live there under on subsistence, are you, and on, on tadpoles and, uh, and, you know, and, and snapper turtles, right? So um, it's um, it can never succeed. That's not to say that there aren't successes where someone will go into remission despite all the medication, despite all the operations, despite all the advice from experts. So they wanted to put something under your skin there so they can monitor your health 24 hours a day and you know, even adjust your body accordingly. But since they hate God and hate your body, what do you think they will do when they see a good health response coming out from under your skin? They will try to make you sick. Because that's their entire paradigm. Make people sick, do major harm. Harm everything. Be incompetent. Be stupid. Fuck everything up. And then expect to be ascending into the singularity and to hell with these people. What's going to happen is the exact opposite. They will never be ascending. If a person is a mason, worships Lucifer, expects to be ascending after, you know, lording it over the public keeping all their little secrets hidden in their secret societies and their, their groves and their clubs and their, their guilds and expects to be ascending after doing maximum harm to humanity. It's not going to happen, Gates. And all the rest of you, corporate mavens, Nike, all of you, you're going to answer. You're going to answer the most I got as to why. Why you never, ever, 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 ever gave a chance to humanity. Had love for humanity. Had love for your own children. Because you, 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 you run them through the fire. You either initiate them or you kill them. If they'll play ball, you initiate them. If they can further your fortune... Or you kill them as a sacrifice and everybody feels sorry for you and then they boost you up the ladder. Yes, yes. Well, not in public, of course. How well do we know that one? 
That's extreme failure and extreme stupidity. Beyond stupidity. Beyond failure. Beyond the idea that you should have never been born in the first place, which is really more to the point. You, my friend, are the abomination. You are the one who has done all the harm. You have given speeches at Harvard and MIT and Johns Hopkins and all around the world. And yet, all you've done is destroy. All you've done is foment ignorance. All you've done is go backwards. Because it was all about the profit motive and it was all about your money, your fame, your power, your success. Same thing you did to the celebrities, all these talented people who probably could have been inspiring us all. Now they're just in their own little world of transitioning their kids and cutting their dicks off and throwing up in each other's mouths. That's where you've gotten us all to. You fucking asshole idiot. doesn't matter if I address them singularly or as a collective. It's the same thing. They're a singular collective idiot. One big, giant, humpty-dumpty idiot. And, you know, I, I, I do love the fact that there will be a reckoning. And I do love the fact that there will be a judgment. And I do love the fact that there will be... No, no. Just for the purpose of acknowledgement of what happened. I want everyone on earth to know what happened. I want everyone on earth to know what is happening. I want them to know what happened. I want them to understand that from the very moment they were born, they had a false premise as to what this was all about. A false paradigm, a false view, a false lie, a lie that they live by thinking much like the Santa Claus lie or the, uh, you know, the fairy godmother or something like that. Thinking things would be okay one day and they never were. Think of all the people that committed suicide because they were lied to. They didn't realize life was pain like this. They thought, well, there's going to be a silver lining one day. Right? They saw a ship was going to come in and maybe rescue them. But the ship never, never came in. It reminds me of that, uh, that great Jimi Hendrix song. What was that, guys? What was the name of that? Uh, shoot. Oh, the uh, Well, I never really got to tell you the real secret, but I mean, it's no real secret. If you have antipathy toward God, you're always out.
Uh, trying to find it here. Is this... Castle is made of sand off the second album. I believe it was the... Uh, um, I believe it was the... Uh, Axis Bold is Love. Jimmy believed that, uh, you know, that people were kind of like gods, but that's cool, man. So this is what the Satanists accept. And now it stands outside And all the neighbors start to gossip It's a been true You got going too late There you go I know you like this. I like I like this. Remember this song, Trish? It was the heyday of the 60s. <laughs> Another false flag in the street. You can hear a scream. You're a disgrace. As she slams the door in his trumpet face. And now it stands outside. And all the neighbors start to gossip and drool. Oh girl, you must be mad What happened to the sweet love you and me had Against the door he leans and starts a scene And his tears fall and burn at garden green And so castles made of sand Fall in the sea Eventually A little Indian brave who before he was ten Played war games in the woods with his Indian friends and he built a dream that when he grew up he would be a fearless warrior Indian chief. Many moons passed and more the dream grew stronger till tomorrow he would sing his first war song and fight his first battle. But something went wrong. Surprise attack killed him in his sleep that night. And so castles made of sand melts into the sea. Eventually. She was crippled for life But she couldn't speak a sound And she wished and prayed She could stop living So she decided to die She drew a wheelchair to the edge of the shore And to her legs she smiled You won't hear me no more But then a sight she'd never seen Made her jump and say Look a golden winged ship Is passing my way And it really didn't have to stop It just kept on going And so castles Made of sand. I did. Slips into the sea. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Eventually. So that's the objection. You know, that's the objection. And uh, is the impermanence, the temporariness, and that must be a mistake. So all of science, everything is based on <laughs> correcting a mistake. That is not a mistake. There is no mistake. 
So you just keep on going, children of God, because here's the thing. You're right. They're wrong. You've always known this. And you know that they're wrong to, first of all, slam the whole thing, which means that whatever research they do will lead to nothing because they already have an attitude based, you know, against it, against God, against the cornerstone. They rejected the cornerstone needed to build, which is Jesus. Without the cornerstone, you have no structure. You have no life. You have no reality. You have no measurement. Why do you think they spent so much time with Ezekiel measuring the temple? Because they wanted to show that these these measurements have to be accurate. They have to be revered. This temple of God must be revered. That Solomon was creating. You can't just... Take the attitude that you're going to fix humanity. That's, you know, the, the hard thing is to see it as being, you know, the way it is in a, in, a, in a justified manner and then changing yourself accordingly. And that's what no one wants to do. No one wants to look at that and go, the way I'm reacting to it's wrong. Because I hate it. So I hate the one who made it. And I love the one who wants to liberate us to the stars, Lucifer. But the problem is that Lucifer is a created being and is part of the scenario that God had made. And, you know, it's a single scenario. There are not two. There is not Jesus versus God. I mean, Jesus versus the devil. There is not, you know, God versus the devil. There is none of that. None of that. Not true. So then, the onus, if you will, is then on us, you know, to see, you know, God's love in it, to see and understand that, the, you know, there's, there's a reason. And if we don't understand, we have faith, hope, and trust. We understand. We know that God is good. We know God is love. We know God is not doing something against us. We know this is, there is some purpose in this. We know that there's a purpose in our own suffering, and so we don't just shy away from it. So, um, so it's, um, let's just say that, uh, to be in harmony with medicine, with science, with understanding, with... I mean, I've heard people go on and on, and I, I want to say this, that uh, to... I've, I've heard, no offense, you know, Trish or anybody that is an Alex Jones fan, but I've heard him go on and on about this, you know, discoveries about the portals and escaping out of beyond the space-time continuum and into the universe and into the vortex and all that, and we're just trying to find our way to, to you know, and, and that all makes sense. There's nothing wrong with that feeling of wanting to escape, that Jesus is our escape, you know, understand. But those kind of like uh, sci-fi type of theories are all wrong. 
the fact that he had gotten that from um, either DARPA or some somebody that you know had a paper or something you know that was revealed um, even even becomes more troublesome with this guy this idea of escaping going to the stars and being like a little bit of a superhero and having that freedom to you know and I understand what he means I mean and I understand the sentiment and I'm not not really not really criticizing the sentiment I understand that there's a there's a certain portal we find that portal where others are going there already they're already separated from us and they're out there right now waiting for us to come false That whole idea, there's this uh, <laughs> cosmic way out. Um, is 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 uh, and, and there is this. It's not really a way out. I, I guess you could say it's another way in. You know, it's a way into another situation. You know, where there are beings out there that have made it. <laughs> there is no making it. They're just in an alternative universe, an alternative you know, reality that is no different really than this one. Uh, so I did a song about this. It's a really subtle thing, but there may be some of you um, trapped in the churches. Maybe you have this, uh, you know, rapture thing, this rapture uh, focus going that... People are going to be raptured. People are starting to share dreams. I dreamt we were raptured and all that. And um, I'm not sure I can find the uh, song now. Um, but I did a song about this, about uh, these beings that came to me. And they showed me a way out, a way out beyond this universe and into freedom beyond the strife. And um, I, um, I'm, I'm going to maybe try to do a little bit of a search for it. Yeah, I think it was called uh, um, uh, those birds are out there looking to... No, guys, they're going back to where the speakers were, Trish. Yeah. Maybe we could build a... Yeah. We better do it fast. I'm sorry. They just can't believe it, Trish. Well... Anyway, um, we had some outside uh, speakers, and now we took them down because we disconnected it so, right. from our system. And now the birds B- because the puzzled because when the wind would come up, it would knock the the birds and the eggs and the little ones off, yeah. and they would die. So it was not safe for them. But we can build a platform up there. They can build a nest. But they're looking now. They're out there now, and they're mad. They're not mad. They're puzzled. They're not puzzled. They're they're traumatized. 
Anyway, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like um, I'm trying to um, find that uh, particular track, and I suppose I'm gonna have to go through. Um, geez, you know, I put a lot of tracks up there that are podcasts because um, you know, uh, getting ready to go back in the studio. I haven't done it yet, and. Uh, Got to get that new synth hooked up, buddy. Yeah, the the Waldorf uh, Iridium synth mm-hmm. with the 49 keys. Touch-sensitive keys. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Um, so I'm looking. It, it was... What was it called? Uh, yeah, bear with me for looking for it. I... <laughs> oh man I look back through my podcast and I'm like you know I'm amazed at how uh, how accurate they are you know when I'm looking at things like you know, Gates's picture and I'm looking at uh, Fauci and going back through that whole you know uh, 2020 you know a year ago and and uh, how we were so uh Klaus Schwab's in there. You got, uh, man, oh, man, it's just amazing. Um, it's just amazing. There I am, much, you know, a thinner version of me. Trying to find it now. And what was the name of that? Do you remember? Well, you may not be versed. If, I, if all the music was taken away, though, and doled out to you by a third party, you'd know everything. But we've never done that with you. We've never, you know, never forced you to think anything or know anything that you wouldn't know. That, you know, it's it's your journey out there. And I'm, you know, speaking my truth, and that, you know, inspires your journey, but it's your journey, your thoughts, you know, your feeling, your... Um, uh, oh, there's some goodness. There's some that are lame out of here. Like, let's see if I can get to it. Uh, I'm getting close. Will I remember it? Will I remember it? Oh, here it is. Okay, let's see if we can. It's called Astray. Okay, folks, it's called Astray. Of course it is. And it's a, it looks like a wave file. And um, I am going to load it in. No, I don't want it played. Oh, stop that. Stop it. I'm going to load it into our uh, session here. And, uh, and why isn't that there? Well, let's see. Let's line it up by date. Or a list. There we go. And it's right at the top. Thank you. That's where we expect to see it. It's not, I don't think it's the best song in the world, but what it was was this. You know, I was shown the escape, the way out, the portals. The, the, uh, the, the, 
all the infinite possibilities and, you know, sold on this idea at one time that it's really up to mind, you know, my mind, whatever happened, you know, to, to my uh, desires, if you will. And, you know, and I understand that I'm being influenced by these beings from the other side, from another dimension. So I wrote a song about it and because I knew in my heart of hearts that it was false hope that, and I called it astray. And I said, it's beautiful false hope. So let's listen to it and see. Again, don't expect the best song. We'll just uh, listen to the sentiment. I don't know how long, how old it is.
that's about being, you know, contact like could be contacted by aliens, you know, contacted by superior intelligence, quote unquote, and shown a way to solve the mystery of this life and to escape beyond the shores of life and death. And, you know, when they start talking like that, you know, as I appreciate, you know, people that are accurate in the news and, you know, uh, Infowars and, you know, the Rumble people and the, these people, those people, whatever, doctors here and there, you know, that all were ahead on that COVID thing. I appreciate them all. But uh, when you start getting into this kind of territory, I have to say it, it's dangerous, very dangerous, because it's... um it's a temptation the Lord will allow us to go through. Usually, it, 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 remember back when the QAnon thing started in 2017, especially after the Las Vegas massacre? Remember, remember that? Jason Aldean. And I know there's some other quirky characters involved in all this, but, you know, the, they, um, uh, the, the Mandalay Hotel in Las Vegas... And uh, how Trump took some sort of uh, vengeance on some Saudis afterwards. I don't know if you remember that part. Do you? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He killed a bunch of Saudis. Because they set it up. And the FBI covered it up. Because the FBI works for the Saudis, not for you. Anyway, bottom line, they're a work for hire. Basically, they're just mercenaries at this point. But, um, you know, about that time, I started outing Q right in the 17th of 2017. Came right in like a destroyer. And the thing about QAnon that was so easy to see was they started bringing in this Nasera business. How many of you remember Nasera? Trish? How many of you start remembering the idea that you were going to get money? You call a phone number, eight hundred number. Not only would you not have to work again, but the um, you're going to tune into Gaia and have the keys of the universe given. Another part of the QAnon uh, religion tied right into the Nasera religion with the idea that you're going to be liberated from this world of strife. You're going to be liberated from this world of having to toil and work for nothing and be basically, you know, shat upon every day of your miserable existence. And you're going to escape and go to the, to the, to, to, you know, be able to, like a god, go to the ends of the earth, the ends of the universe, you know, indefinitely. There'll be no more death, no more strife. No more problems. And it's the same thing as this, this song here. And it's called Beautiful False Hope. Yes, it's presented beautifully, you know, that we would all have. And it's like this guy, $10,000 a month, no bills. You know, be a creative human. Create what you want. Create a more creative, better world. And, you know... These kinds of temptations the Lord allows. The same thing with the golden calf. They would eventually go with the 
god of the calf or whatever it was. I mean, and go into their blissful, um, you know, existence. A sad guru, another guy that's out there peddling the same shit. And it's it's one hundred percent false. It's a a beautiful notion to be free, to to have the means and the resources, and let's face it, the age, and the health and the vigor, to do whatever you want and go where you want and be who you want, and and so tempting. But. It's all false, and I believe the, probably the reason I'm coming up with it now is because they're getting ready to launch it again. They're going to repackage it and do it again. But the Nasera thing also was tying into um, uh, you know the bad guys in the government would be arrested and harshly dealt with, and you would all be liberated. Finally. And God will have done it. So the Q is tied in with, you know, God in some way and and New Ageism and, and the Sarah New Age. So I told people, I said, listen, I went back 10, 15 years. All the Nasera people are on YouTube from 15 years ago. They, you can watch them if you're a researcher and you you you, you care about the truth. You can watch them go from elated, they're going to get money, they're going to get out of here, they, their, their dreams are going to come true, all the way to cynical where they didn't believe it anymore and they're on YouTube saying that. It's not going to happen. It was just a way to keep us bound up. Well, yeah, it keeps you away from Christ. It keeps you away from God. It keeps you away from prayer. Keeps you away from accuracy. Keeps you away from prophecy. Keeps you away from healing. Keeps you away from accurate thinking. Keeps you away from everything, therefore, that is real. So I'd say, yeah, pretty dangerous. But but, but don't we love to go on those fugues? Don't we love to journey on like that? Isn't that what the promise of drugs were? Oh, and I do so many drugs trying to get free. It never happened. I'm crashing back down into the earth, paying double, triple, quadruple on the come down. Oh God! And you know, just it was just my pain was so bad. I just had to have it. I and then eventually I realized that uh, no, no, pain is part of it. I learned. To, I started learning to accept the pain. But even if I have a martini these days, <laughs> it doesn't take away the pain, folks. In fact, if I don't get a good sleep that night, it makes it even worse the next day. And what is the pain? The pain is the lowering of, first of all, spirit, you know, and you could call that dopamine, I guess, or serotonin. And then on a more gross level, it's depression. A feeling like you can't do it. A feeling like it's never going to be okay. A feeling like nothing will ever be okay again. Ever. Never. It will never be okay again. A feeling like God, asking God to kill you. Better yet, fantasizing killing yourself. Versus 
We can do it. We can pray. We, we're not stuck. We're not alone. We are children of the Most High God. We are made in the image and likeness of God. We are well able to achieve anything in our minds. But if our minds are going up and down and up and down and up and down and under control of them, people here trying to prevent that kind of forward positive uh, you know, union with God, the real union, the real connection, the real, the real, you know, I, I'm so connected to God. It's just like, you know, I am God. You know, it's just, there's a total faith. Anything that you can think of can be accomplished. Versus, well, I can't really do that. Well, they're not going to make it to me. Everybody hates me. They all ditch me. They all, no one wants to hear what I have to say. Um, versus, we can do this, let's go. The problem is when it jumps the track. How many cults out there? Right, Jim Jones, using the Christ narrative, right? Jesus' narrative. Who else? There's a guy here that had a lot of women in New Mexico. I don't know where he was. Right? He had all these women. I don't know. Who, I forget who he was, but he was in the paper a lot here. Um. He had like an entire thing. He was married to every one of the women. He was really doing a, kind of trying to upend David Koresh, you know, trying to get like one up on him, you know. So there was all those kind of, you know, and then there were other cults, you know, sex cult, Nexium, other cults all over the place. Believing that a leader could get you through. There'll be a leader that's charismatic that could, he could bring you through to the, to what you seek. Liberation, freedom, love. Life, health, beauty. What would be worth you to, to have a teenage love affair again? Remember that? That innocent fun. I, I wouldn't, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's just me. But then again, I'm a very, I'm a young soul and I'm an old soul, kind of both rolled into one. And my old soul tells me, no, no. <laughs> No, thank you. But you know what I mean. You know, that represents health, vitality, vigor. You know, you you go to, when you're young, you go to Hawaii, let's say. You go to, um, you know, you go to, well, what's up? Where did we go when we went on our big trip? We went to uh, Hana. You go to Hana. On the rain side of the, all islands have like a dry side, like a desert side and a rain side, right? A leeward and a, you know, and, and then the other side. So we went to Hana where everything is growing on the trees and you can't you know, have to drive this narrow road and it takes all day to get there and then you get there and they have a little place for you and you know they got a little hot tub and the thing and the beach is right there and the waves are usually very big on the, on the windward side of the island, the, the, uh, the tropical side. And you know, mangoes grow in the trees and they hit the ground, they rot on the ground and pineapples are here and there hippies are driving around i remember this this we were just driving around the island in love right and we were having a good time and these sort of hippies drove it they were out of like the jungle they were living in the jungle around the 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 you know, side of the island that's un, uninhabited i guess and uh they they oh you want some ganja <laughs> try to sell us weed on the road you know catching us like a policeman and uh, it was like bringing back remembrances of the hippie days and the, the the promise of the free love and the free money and free dope and free this and free that. And 
free everything. And uh, it was all, all, fucks. listen to me, it was all false. Sorry. Nasera is false. QAnon is false. It always was. And I was, I think I was the first one on the internet. People say, oh, well, Zeph, you've been passing, you know, Zeph, you're a boomer. That's your, I'm, I'm a beyond boomer, man. Not until you've been locked up for a while. You know, it's, it's the, the boomer thing kind of rubs, you know what I mean? It's hard to say that when, when you go through stuff. You mean boomer like someone that just graduated to college and then had 2.5 kids and lived in this boomer thing. But uh, a lot of us didn't. We didn't go through the boomer thing. You're the boomer. The millennials are the boomers. The, the, the Gen Z are the boomers now. The, the amount of stupid stuff they say is just in khaki. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. So, you know, good luck with blaming the boomers again. <laughs> Blame the boomers. Okay, well, that's about it. I'm just telling you it's false. I, you know, why do I tell you? Because it's probably going to come up again. People are pining for, you know, a new age solution right now. You know, drugs, money, you know, escape, space travel, anything. Meditation into in a deep cave that leads to a another universe. And anything, anything, please. So just keep that in mind. And um, no, I'm not saying learn to love the pain. But learn to understand that, you know, it's the one thing that we have to learn, all of us. Oh, why we have to keep learning it over and over again. Yes, I understand. A lot of us are dunces. You know, I keep having to go back to dunce school. Well, what it is is it's not about us. It's not about us at all. A true relationship with the Lord is based on, well, what, what do you want me to do, Lord? You know, where to, guys? You know, your friends... Yeah, you know, what would you like? Iced tea? Here, let me get you that. You know, what, what, what do you need from me? You know what I mean? It's there is no me. Anything I pile up for myself is a load of vanity. There is no I get to escape while the rest of humanity suffers back here. Right? So. Bear that in mind, and uh, be that as it may, and I'm going to go ahead and find my way out of here. Here's the song I did, and we'll end with this one, where I, um, where I, uh, I say I didn't succumb. That means to QAnon. Night, 2017. Moments after the uh, Las Vegas massacre, I had r- I written this one. I'm glad we're kind of going over some of these before retiring them for good. We'll see you next time. Love of God to you. Total healing.
Satan's sick fall.